0: Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens is a licensed professional counselor, and your co-host, Julia Canton, is a therapeutic coach. Together, they discuss various topics, providing a different perspective on life and insight that you are not alone. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918 280-8690 or CoachSoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens. Welcome back to the show. Again, Julie is not with us due to some personal reasons. Our thoughts and prayers are out to her. Last week, we began a series of attachments. And we talked about the variety of different attachment styles. One of the focuses that I want to focus on this week is a secure attachment. We talked a little bit about there's about four different types of attachment styles. And I want to go into the very specifics. And so the following series is attachment, Uh, secure attachment. And then we're going to talk about the other three attachments that are there. And when we think about secure attachment, research has shown, now this was done in 2018, that 66% have a secure attachment across the nation. And that's interesting. Now, we don't know what COVID has done and the impact of the anxiety and the disruption that has happened and what's this gonna create in the future with a secure attachment? Well, let's talk a little bit about what um, the attachment, how do you develop a secure attachment style? Does this mean I can instantly be able to change my behavior and become securely attached? Um, You can, I had hope with therapy and because I became a therapist that also helped me to develop a more secure attachment style, but that is addressing my childhood hurts and my trauma. So when you think about how do you develop a secure attachment, remember it develops between birth and three years of age, and it deals with the primary caregiver and how are they promptly and appropriately are responding to a child's needs that can help it feel like it's secure. And if that happens, then the child grows into a secure. So in other words, how do you have healthy, secure attachment? How do you know if you are a secure attachment? Okay. So to know if you're in a secure attachment style, can you enjoy an intimate relationship? And I don't mean sexually. There's there's different types of intimacy. There's spiritual. There's intimate. Uh, intimate style, meaning the, the physical piece of it. it. There's emotional intimacy. And there's intellectual. So out of all of those... Can you enjoy any of those type of relationships? And are you intimate with somebody who's intellectual? They may have all four. The other part of knowing if you have secure attachment style is the ability to trust and be trusted. Sometimes in childhood, we have insecurities about who do we trust because all of a sudden the child's neglected or something happens within that so we look at what is the ability to trust and be trusted and we'll go to further in that just because uh, somebody broke that trust because they cheated or did some other things uh it doesn't mean that you're not having a secure attachment okay so there's a difference Do you have the ability to seek comfort when you're needed? needed? Can you ask for comfort? Do you have the ability to comfort a partner when they need it? So seeking and offering and having the ability to provide comfort and receive comfort without any other emotional cringes, that's part of having a secure attachment style. Are you comfortable in sharing your emotions? Now, obviously, there are some people you can share your emotions with, and there are some who you cannot. I'm speaking directly to, can you feel comfortable in sharing your emotions? And that's part of a secure attachment. It's sharing emotions without being reactive or shutting down. Where is your self-esteem? Is it positive? And can you view others in a positive way? This is how you know that you have a secure attachment style, is knowing and understanding, are you comfortable with yourself, and are you comfortable in interacting with other people? So, When you think about what is the secure attachment, a secure attachment is being able to understand who you are as a person and you're interacting with other people. An unstable attachment style, it has anxiety and depression and mental health issues. and It's an ongoing thing. So, when you think about your relationships, think about are you struggling? Are you dealing with the, the feelings of being clingy or needy or desperation for love and attention? What about being anxious and concerned? Can you tolerate the emotional intimacy and starting trusting, relying on people? Secure attachment can happen, but are you going to be real with yourself? Can you be real with yourself? That is what you need to look at is adults with secure attachment style can depend on their partners and in turn, their partners could rely on them. You ever heard of the term that a person's is unemotional, unavailable? And that's part of an unhealthy, secure attachment. So when you think about secure attachment, the attachment style of security implies that a person is comfortable expressing emotions openly. And the relationships that you have in a secure attachment is based upon tolerance. You're able to have emotional closeness, tolerance. When you think about emotional closeness, there are two things that come to mind that people cannot, their personality disorders, that that they have issues with emotional closeness. One's a narcissist. They're not able to handle being told that they're wrong And they have a push and give relationship That's what attracts the codependency to them They get close, I don't like it, I push you away And so they d- can't handle that emotional closeness Borderline personality disorders is another And so we'll kind of go into these a little bit later But I want you to be able to know uh what is the secure attachment in a child? What does that look like? And so, if you're having a child, how do you know that you're providing the right attachment style for your child? So, when you think about caregiving behaviors, it's how it promotes a secure attachment in a child. So, here's the given, right? Are you warm and nurturing and sensitive? And as a caregiver to your child, are you attuned to the child's needs and wants? Do you stay close to their child, not as a helicopter parent, but you still allow them the freedom to explore the world? Are you reliable in your actions and being consistent? are you focusing on who your child is as a person rather than what they achieve are you encouraging a sense of independence with your child and when you think about the secure so how does a cha- how do you know your child is having secure attachment Children with a secure attachment style are comfortable in the company of others, but they typically prefer to be in the company of their caregiver. And the child is going to be able to seek comfort through cues such as eye contact and their cries and to look for their caregiver for support. And they know their caregiver is reliable. And they are aware that they're on un- that their their caregiver is available and they understand their needs. So generally a child with a secure attachment style has developed social skills and is not concerned by the presence of the other children. They are happy to give and take and share and they show empathy when they're distressed. But also a secure attached child will also respond to being disciplined even though they may likely behave like a typical child, they still trust their caregiver to guide them in the right direction. So if your child is cringing, lying, those type of things, think about how you're reacting to that child. To create a healthy environment is being mindful about how you react. So let's recap a little bit about the characteristics and behaviors of a child with a secure attachment. Remember, they seek comfort and affection because they're aware that their caregiver is available to them. Your child is comfortable around other people, but they tend to prefer being around their caregiver. They have strong social skills. They have a solid sense of self and a healthy sense of independence. And they're comfortable exploring the world and adapt well to novel circumstances. I wish there was a a parenting handbook and the stork didn't bring a book for your instructions on how to raise a kid. So there's five conditions for raising a a securely attached child. The child feels safe. How does a child feel safe? they are able to feel confident that there's no harm will come to be me to come to them. They know they're going to be fed and they're going to be kept warm. If you didn't have that as a child and there was neglect and no consistency, there's a possible that there was an un, um, insecure attachment happening here. So it's important to cater to the child's needs with amount of certain uh, sensitivity. Now, am I saying give everything to them? No, I'm not. I'm just saying there's a careful balance. And the caregiver is creating a barrier so the child doesn't have harm. It's the caregiver letting them know that they're protected and in love. Here's the other one. You ever heard the expression that children are to be seen and not heard? That was me growing up. I was told kids are to be seen and not heard. And so often we, I was out of the presence of the adults, or if I came into the presence of adults, then we are to be quiet. But to have a secure attachment, the child feels seen and known. So for a child, again, what are their cues of knowing they need to be seen and heard? Cries and their signals uh, that their outward voice is saying, hey, I, I need and want this. And so it's important for a caregiver to be able to um, understand their cues accurately. If the caregiver is in tune with the child's cues, they'll respond in an appropriate way and let the child know they need something. They can say, hey, I need this, and it's going to be given This allows a child a sense of autonomy. As a result, the world is reliable and they can exert amount of uh, how to manage their environment better as they get older. Another way of knowing of helping a child to have secure attachment is, is the child being comforted? It's a scary place for a child. If they cry out, mom, I'm scared of the dark. Or dad, hey, I'm scared. Are we paying attention to having an open, warm, inviting, secure, attached to this child saying, hey, I'm here for you. And you soothe away their sadness and distresses. Things like suck it up. You are crying. I'll give you something to cry about. And that doesn't help a child to be comforted. And so it creates a different type of unsecure attachment. But it's creating a sense of allowing the child to feel comforted that as they grow up, they know their caregiver's actions that that parent is going to be able to help them. Another one is is the child who valued are we creating a healthy self-esteem and value who we are as a person starts in the infancy it's caregivers expression of happiness and pride over their child as rather than rather than what the child does and the child can start to realize they're valuable unconditionally from what they achieve. And so does a child feel valued? Do you love that child in spite of their actions and what they do? Another piece of secure attachment for a child is, does does a child feel supported? For being its best self. It should feel supported and encouraged. Even when they feel like. They're not doing anything. So a caregiver needs to believe in the child's ability. As well as stay in the proximity to to them. In case anything goes wrong. They're allowing that child to grow. And observing from a safe distance. The parent knows they're not going to try to do any, make sure there's no harm. And so they're not being a helicopter parent. And let me express that because some people don't know what a helicopter parent is. It doesn't mean you're flying a helicopter, okay? And you're watching your child. It means that we're constantly hovering and not giving trust that that child can be independent. So backing off and observing from a distance, I think of a shepherd and its sheep. It watches from a distance and allows a sense of independence and independency and autonomy to explore the world. Now, again, it's about being secure in the attachment by just watching. Now, what does this do uh, in regards to secure attachment? And... What does that look like? So when you think about the uh, secure attachment, what does that do in regards to being able to have a secure attachment? What does that look like in the, um, what does that look like as far as secure attachment in the workplace? Well, it helps in a numerous ways. As you grow older and you have secure attachment, um, you're able to feel comfortable at work. There's a healthy self-esteem that comes with um, attachment. And we'll talk a little bit about the, the pros and the cons about these attachment styles and being able to have the secure attachment because there's benefits. Secure attachment in the workplace, they have an easier style when it comes to interpersonal relationships at work, whether it's colleagues or leaders or supervisors, securely attached employees are comfortable with forming strong bonds, and they have a perception of, a high, of good self-esteem that they're valuable to the group, to the team these type of securely attached uh, people are characterized as the least likely to put off work least likely to have um, difficulty completing the task at hand they least are likely to have fear of failure and rejection from co-workers secure attachment were also found to be more likely to show trust towards and have positive perceptions of the leaders and their intentions if you have a secure attachment you have high satisfaction with your job and working conditions and working with others individuals that have a secure attachment report better well-being and fewer, fewer symptoms of illness so what what is the benefit of having a someone with a a secure attachment at work. Well, you know, they're going to uh, create strong bonds. They're going to perceive um, you as a, a group member. They're least likely to shuck off the work. They're least likely to have any kind of difficulty in completing the task. So you can trust a secure attachment. They're going to get the work done. They don't have the fear of failure, rejection from their, you know, from coworkers and having a colleague with secure attachment. Holy cow. They're, they're high, they're, they're highly satisfied with their job and working conditions and they have fewer illnesses, but they trust their leaders. What if you are a secure person as a boss? Well, leaders with a secure attachment style is healthy you have consistency as a leader you're attuned to the needs of your team and the overall work environment and you're able to create attachment styles within the group but when it comes down to relationships You have the availability of being emotional. And what does that mean that you're available emotional when you have secure attachment? So the securely attached, I'm recapping again because we're coming to the end. It's do you have a positive view of yourself? do you have a sense of identity without placing a label that you're a woman a man a wife a husband a father a mother what are you outside of the labels how do you view yourself do you have a healthy health self-esteem having a healthy self-esteem about who you are and not being affected by what other people say, you're comfortable with the intimacy. You're comfortable being open about how you express yourself without fear of judgment, rejection, or abandonment. You're able to express your emotions in such a way that it helps the other person to understand who you are. Secure attachment people also have the capability of setting healthy boundaries in relationships. Insecure attachment, can you trust others? Are you comfortable with emotional closeness? Secure, healthy attachment also has the availability of being emotionally balanced, and they're able to regulate their emotions. And you have the ability to trust others when you think about the availability of emotions, you're able to set healthy boundaries. When you think about a secure attachment and building a boundary, you're letting others know how you feel. And you do it in a respectful and emotional and a healthy way. Hey, I don't appreciate being talked to in that tone. If you continue to treat me this way, I'm going to have to put this on hold until we can be able to have a better emotion and thought process that we can talk about it later. That is a healthy boundary of letting the other person know how they're affecting you, but at the same time, knowing that they're not going to be able to treat you this way. And sometimes I hear my clients say, well, I feel like a, pardon the expression, uh, a a bee. And I don't know. So a secure attachment knows that they cannot be affected by another person's emotion. So in other words, let's say you start building a healthy boundary. That's like going to your favorite coffee place every day and enjoying it. And then all of a sudden, you go to it and the sign says closed due to no availability water. Where well, you're so used to getting your coffee, you're going to be upset because I can't get it anymore. So you're the coffee shop setting a healthy boundary and people are getting upset because they're not getting what they're used to getting from you. And that's hard for people pleasers to set boundaries because they feel used all the time. So a secure attachment knows how to have a healthy boundary and know how to say no and be okay that it's upset the other person. Well, the issue is the other person. So I hope this helps this week in far as secure attachment. Maybe next week what we can do is look at a different attachment style uh, again, there's three other types of attachment styles that I want us to be able to look at and continue each week in what is the different attachment styles so that we can have a better understanding in our relationships of people who and their different types of attachment styles. Until next time, have a great week and remember... Be mindful of how to take care of yourself because there's only one of you and there's plenty of us. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.